welcome to the end of year 2023 wrap-up of the Muck Podcast. Listen in as we discuss the dark and sometimes weird true stories in American politics. I'm Tina Jaramillo. And I'm Hillary Doherty. And... I'm Alfredo Olvera, <laughs> the producer. <laughs> Wow, that was as, spe- that was as like effective best, as I thought it would the be. The best, I think, yeah. uh, intro that we've ever had. That we've ever had. You get, you get all my three personalities yeah. today. Yeah. Well, we are lucky. Some of them Ooh. were too tired to come. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my oh my gosh! God. Now you know this is the man who carries around uh, giant bobblehead posters of himself. <laughs> not, by the way, I did not pay for this. This yeah. was cut out for me. I'm not that narcissistic. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Well, oh you were, you know, God. you're one of these guys was on the podcast a couple weeks ago. He was very popular. Everybody was happy. Oh, my, my fourth personality. Yeah, the fourth one. <laughs> the, the quiet one. My oh kid, my, my kids came home that Sunday and my Declan, my son was like, why is there a picture of Alfredo by the record player? <laughs> I'm like, oh, it's a long story. Anyway, let's say goodbye to, let's say goodbye oh. to goodbye the personalities. Thank you for visiting us at the Muck Podcast today. <laughs> well, end of year, season four, complete yes. and finished. And we're going to just highlight some of our favorite episodes this year and also the best and worst in our opinion in politics. It's not going to be long list, just a couple no. of things that we that are memorable. Yes. And then that's it. Maybe maybe a maybe a off the cuff improv question of Maybe. How, are you hopeful for 24? Think I about that as we're all sitting I have, here. I have quite a few questions. Uh-oh. Okay. And Uh-oh. I also want to know if you're I'm going to say right now, I'm probably not ready for any of these questions. All right. Well, all right. Let's see. <laughs> let's hear. What do we have? Right, let's go. Let's executive go. Executive producer. All righty. Okay. So let's start. Let's start light. How's, uh, how's everybody doing? How are you doing? Oh, so oh. good. What, uh, what, did you do, what did you do last night? We went to karaoke last night. We discussed this yes. on our regular episode. We did. Well, we I did. wasn't here but Yes, you were there, but you don't ever do karaoke. I don't no. sing. Oh, well. I don't well, either, but, but you saw but me up there. Oh, and oh, you're, a da- you're quite the dancer. Oh, such you're quite the dancer. See, now I have a second person no. saying you to are the quite public. She, g- she no. got the moves. No. She's, She's telling everybody the moves. that she That's doesn't not like. not true. Yes. yes, it is. Look at her. Oh, look at her. She's so coy now. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, she, she, you, you're, get up there and it's like a whole different person she, comes it out. Is a, it is a show. Maybe, a show. maybe we should record it next time. How about I, that? I might have video like of it. Just a, oh, I, I'm sure there are. I might. As an intro. Yeah. For the podcast. <laughs> That's what we should do. So, um, okay. So let's start. Let's start. Let's start on the personal note. Uh, let's go backwards because I know Uh-oh. this conversation is going to get heated uh, oh. by the end of it. Probably. Uh, so so let's start with Tina, the shy one. Hi. <laughs> Tina, 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 what were your personal best in 2023? Like my personal? Yes, like, yes, oh yes your personal. Like what What did you accomplish? <sighs> what did I accomplish in 2023? Um, I don't know. I don't think I accomplished anything, Alfredo. Oh, my God. You just about to wrap up to some I four of these podcasts. I know. I know. Well, okay. <laughs> so we did the podcast. <laughs> um, personal best. While you think on that, Hillary. Yes. Uh, well, I was thinking about my roof, having to get through that situation. Oh, wow. That was a disaster. That, that was, yeah, quite that an was ordeal, very hard. Huh? So I was able to, like, make my house more affordable to live in, which is amazing. A little less stress going into 2024. Um, 
I think it's raining here. It's and raining Harvey and winds out for the yes. last yeah. three days. Yeah. Mm. So that was a big thing for me to do by myself on my own. It was huge. Like a lot of money was spent to try to get everything in order. Let's be clear. You didn't put the roof yourself, right? No, I was up there. Okay. No. <laughs> I was nailing. I was putting tar down. I was supervising. Here you go. My the children. Woman, the woman ch- can child do it labor. All. Child labor is now okay in Florida. Well, that is true. So, okay. Can we Those get back to you? All right. Yeah. This is a stupid thing. Okay. There's nothing stupid here. Um, but this year I said, I want to try to read. Oh, yes. You know, yes. At least, at yes. least like, you know, uh, you know, 10, 15. I think I'm, I'm at 20, 20 something books. That's incredible. That I read wow. this year. Incredible. Yeah. Wow, 20 But books. I wanted it to, I mean, I, I would like it to be 50. But so how many of those books had pictures, though? None. Oh. Uh. <sighs> Oh what so a bragger. So just to be fair, yeah. she didn't read <laughs> magazines and count them as books. Damn it. <laughs> she actually read real books. I did. Real books. I started <laughs> off in a very dystopian, all of the first books for the first few months of the year were very dystopian, very upsetting. And I was like, I got to change it up. That is so yeah. you, though. Yeah. No, they were like so good. So yeah. good. But yeah, so that was a little personal thing that I wanted to accomplish. And I feel like I, I did. Very good. And I could do that. Right now I'm reading uh, Michael Imperioli's book oh she um, finally was able to open it well no 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 i so so oh, yeah the, the paperback i had to get a paperback because i cannot ruin the words that michael imperioli personally wrote to me dear tina i love you <sighs> i mean didn't say i love you love right, let's go let's <laughs> okay i can't go through this so. story again about how she can't open a book she don't want to ruin the writing okay all right, Hillary. Psychotic. Uh, let's okay, let's talk go. about the po- let's <laughs> talk about the podcast for a second while while, while Tina is salivating about Mark yeah. Michael Imperioli. Get yourself together. <laughs> Get yourself together for a little bit. Um, what were your favorite episodes of the year? Okay, I had a bunch, a and bunch. a lot of them, of course, were my stories. But what are you gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> um, mutiny in space. Oh, episode one fifty nine, the astronauts that yes. went on strike in space. Come on, yes, that was a good episode. Jerry Springer. Episode one seventy three episode, Ugh. and it was called Jerry, 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 Jerry. Jerry. Um, Susanna Salter, which Tina did in episode one seventy, was the first woman mayor in the United States. But the way she got elected was a goof. The, yeah, she was involved in politics, and the men were like, you know, it would be really funny <laughs> if we all played a, a trick on her and all voted for and let's nominate her and elect her, and they did. And she knew it was a goof. But that did but not stop her from taking that in, job seriously. And she, and she did her yep. fucking job. Amazing. I yeah. love that. That is so American politics. It is. Yes. That's why I said they're trolling her. It's in like, like the, the epitome. Early, yeah. It's like, and here you go, like years yeah. later, Donald Trump. Yeah. Well. Well, oh, Jesus. <laughs> he, all, he, he really pulled a gag on us getting elected. <laughs> um, Steve Lowe was episode 162. He was the clown that ran for Congress. Oh, that was He was, was like a, a sweet man. Too. Yeah. Um, of course, episode 195, Vicky Kittles. Oh, that's on, that was on my list, too. And episode 196, Tina covered James Honest Dictate, who oh. stole all that money from Kentucky and dip, disappeared. Disappeared, and no one ever yeah. found him again. Someone saw him in Asia. They think yeah. it was him, and they never saw him again. Yeah, I and mean, it was, like, to, in today's money, like, millions and millions of dollars. Yeah. Like Those were my favorites so far, yeah. or this year. Tina? All right, so my list isn't long, okay? I just did a one and a one. Forgive me. So um, for the Hillary story that I loved this year was the one about Russell Williams, who was the Canadian. Canadian. He was a former colonel, and they end up finding out that he is a murderer committing sexual assault and uh, forcible confinement of women. Mm. And, like, they had no idea. He was, like, this, like, you know, 
well-regarded, respected colonel. And then like they realize, oh my God, he's this other thing. Yeah. And that story was really cool. Yeah. I mean, awful, but yeah. good. Yeah. And then the one that I liked was the, that I did the Michael uh, Galdieri who was murdered oh, by his best yes. friend. Yes. And they were in politics together, and this guy gets killed, and they realize that it was like this other politico who killed him. Wow. And it was tied yeah. to the same person as the story that I did yes. like months earlier. Yes, oh yes. Oh my gosh, it's so. And good. yeah, and he like he paid. He didn't personally do it, but he paid two people to k- take this guy out, and yeah. like they were friends. Yeah. Mm. That is so muck. Yeah. Very mucky. Very My mucky. Were very, very mucky. mucky. <laughs> uh, let's jump into the political, um, you know, stories. Okay. Let's talk about the best and the worst. Tina, you want to start? Okay, so... Let's start with the best. Let's okay. Start no, 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 wait. Let's start with the worst. Yeah, yeah, Let's start good. with okay. the worst. <laughs> we, I don't know, in, politi- in the political world, what yeah. is best and what is worst? I yeah. know. I mean, this was so hard because there's so many horrible things. Mm. But to me, um, it was the continued erosion of reproductive rights. Mm. Mm. Um, Idaho becoming the first state to restrict interstate travel for abortion explicitly, uh, limiting access to minors who may have been sexually assaulted, um, you know, you know the thing. And then ever since Roe was turned in 2022, we saw in 2023, like 14 states having, you know, a near full abortion ban. We know that Florida's on the way. So that to me um, was like the worst for politics. So my worst is the corruption that has been publicly uncovered on the Supreme Court. Oh God. Because that is our last stop. Yeah. For so many laws in this country and how it's going to, and it's already suspect because of how many Trump appointees are there. But then when you start to see that they are taking gifts, vacations, home repairs, house purchases are all happening with people who have cases in front of the court or about mm-hmm. to have cases in front of the court. And uh, then they're not, re- Clar- like Clarence Thomas is not the reporting Clarence the Thomas gifts. Clarence Thomas stuff alone. Like hundreds I mean, of thousands, my God. millions of dollars in gifts and he's not reporting them. And, and then he then, makes decisions for those same people. Yeah, but then also to know that Trump being held accountable for his actions on January 6th is now going in front of the Supreme Court where he's appointed, what, four of those judges? And that Clarence Thomas and his wife are involved with January 6th. So a lot of what happens in this country is because of the Supreme Court, and they are corrupt. And the buck, like, Congress is not doing what they're supposed to do to investigate it and make sure they're held accountable. Now they have a new rule, but it's basically self-governing, that they have to look out for each other or whatever they 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 get to even deem what if it, if it was something that they did wrong amongst themselves that's not holding each other it's not being accountable for for what you're doing so i honestly i think that these should not be lifetime of positions at all like no you know, i agree they, i they agree affect their, term their limits. decisions affect term generations limits, of people term limits and they yeah. ha- should have some kind of um system to get someone like clarence thomas out yeah easily yeah all right and, mm. and, and, and your best? My best is watching Ron DeSantis fail running for president. Oh. Like, I know it's a okay. failure, but it's also the best thing I've seen all year. Like, the greatest. Because here, like I've talked about on the podcast, he's this looming figure. He's somebody who is kind of scary. Because you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know what he's going to ask for. You don't know what he's going to do. And he's got an entire majority in the legislature that will do whatever he wants. So you never know. But to see him on the national stage to be rejected 
tremendously. Yeah, it is nice. It's so it is insane nice. to watch, and it is a gift. And I thank you, the people of Florida. Thank you for Ooh. not buying into this bullshit. So that it warms my heart. It brings me joy to watch him fail. Okay, I like that. Tina, mine is um, a little hopeful. Um, it's uh, Gen Z's rising political yes. power. Yes. Um, because these are kids who are, you know, their issues are gun violence, their issues are climate change, their issues are mental health, student debt, healthcare, housing, and in 2024, a lot of them are uh, eligible to mm. vote, uh, yeah. vote. And so I'm hoping, beyond hope, that we can rally these young people and really get them to understand how important it is to have Biden. Yes, he's old. Okay. Grandpa Joe, but, but Grandpa Joe or not, like he's done a lot. I think Biden has, has done a lot in his time as president. I wish that he was a first term president and would have um, taken time to say, let's in these four years, think about who could be a good successor to me. Mm-hmm. Um, like a Whitmore or um, what would I say? Whit- Whitmore. Yeah. It's Whitmer. Whitmer. Yeah. Um, or um, uh, what's his face Newsom. in California, Gavin Newsom. You know what I mean? Like that to me would make me happier because I think that would uh, excite the youth a little bit more. Yeah. But it is what it is. But I think that like voting block to me was. Yeah. We've seen a it positive. from, from uh, two years ago to even this last midterm. Yeah. They were a huge impact yeah. on uh, on issues and on candidates. Those college campuses. Yeah. I mean, I'm a little scared of the Gen Zers, though. You, you are? Yeah. I mean, I really hope they go out to vote. Yeah, that's uh, what I mean. Because here's like the I problem. Want, it's like a, a lot of them are extremely smart. Yeah. But some of them are getting um, their news from TikTok. Mm. Right. And I think that some of them don't understand how the political process works. And hence, they're calling, you know, Joe Biden old because they're not analyzing everything that he has right. done right. for the country. Can I give you my best one? Yes. yes. The Sieglers. Oh, oh I thought God. about putting them on my list. That the Sieglers that was the the are, he is <sighs> the chair of the Republican Party in Florida, and she is one of the founders of that awful movement, uh, uh, Moms for Liberty, that attacked the LGBTQ community. And it is such a sweet story to me because it's always and she's a the sitting loudest. school board member. She's a sitting school board member, always the loudest one against the the LGBTQ community or women's rights yep. uh, um, are usually hiding something, and these two are just the worst of the worst in politics. But it is so sweet to see them fail. Well, even this week, we didn't even talk about this on the regular episode, but this week. He's like, yeah, I'll leave the oh. I'll leave the party. Yo, I want, you got to pay want some me money. He wants mm-hmm. can you imagine millions this? of dollars he's in a, a buyout? And he That's assaulted so allegedly uh, assaulted someone. Oh, I don't know, but today Marco Rubio tweeted, or might have been yesterday, that he should step down. So like every single statewide elected Republican has asked him to resign, and he and then Marco said if he won't step down, then they should vote him out at their next meeting, which they're going to do, and put somebody else in place. Wow, but you uh, don't pay somebody who's been accused of rape. I know. And admitted to having sexual relations with this woman. No. Um, I can't believe Marco Rubio even, you know, had something to say because you never I hear from him. Every once in a while, he I'm comes still out. I'm processing yeah. that. Yeah. Marco yeah. Rubio has he something pop, to say. He pops he's around. I didn't even oh. know that he was still a senator. Oh, oh. God. <laughs> a Who working knew? senator. Who knew? Collecting oh that salary. <laughs> doing absolutely nothing. Can you for imagine? Florida. 
Mm. Imagine just getting a paycheck and doing absolutely nothing. Yeah, well. Nothing. He doesn't even meet with constituents. No. He doesn't um, show up for nothing. So um, let's talk about winners and losers. In my eyes, you two are winners. Yay! Just you too. You Mr. You, Men of you. Style. Yeah, it, was, it was a good year. It yes. Was, it was, I started the year really good at the HRC dinner where you, were, you guys were there. Yes. Yeah. Oh, it was so good. It was so good. Huh? Yeah. It's been a good year. It's been a good year. And, and, and that event, the Men of Style, was so much fun. Oh, yeah. Amazing. Somebody You've asked been me doing, uh, I have to say that in your role, as our state committeeman, you have been doing so much stuff. Like, you go everywhere. You yeah. meet with everybody. Like, you see him everywhere. And you talk to all the different groups. You know what I mean? So I love seeing it. So, so it makes me so happy. It's a volunteer position. I know. <laughs> but, but I know. Here's the, thing, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's a lot it's of your time. A, it is a lot of time. But it's fun because you meet people who have your same interests. And yeah. it is to save this country, right? Yeah. To mm. save democracy. But what people want is just visibility. Yeah. That's all. They want to see people, leaders from the party, that they are visible, that they're talking, that they're getting reassurance that the party is doing something. And also they want to be, you know, they want to be encouraged to get in and do the work. Uh, we just attended the, a meeting by the senior caucus, and everybody was so excited. And, and uh, Emma Collum today is on the, on the Sun Sentinel, an wow. article about uh, the petitions. Oh, We're so yes. close. We're so close. And I think that's going to be huge. But um, I have a feeling that you guys are going to talk about these, the winners and losers of 2023. Hillary, who are your winners? So Mine is ridiculous. I'm going <laughs> to start off with that. <laughs> My winners were the states, like Tina mentioned earlier, who have preserved the rights to abortion mm -hmm. in the country. And there's states that you don't really expect because they're in the Midwest. But when you put it on the ballot, abortion is um, nonpartisan. And um, we know that because you can see it. They did it in Ohio twice. They've done it in Michigan, um, Minnesota, Kansas. Like, it's an issue that Republicans have been running on for so long, but it's a losing issue. It's no longer an issue that you should be taking up. I would think after no this November, last November, when you saw losses across the country and, and, and uh, when it's put in the voters' hands, what they actually want is to protect the women's girls and anyone with a uterus in their lives. Like those states to me are places where people would move. I think this would bring people to your state to know that their their children would be protected, their wives, their sisters, everyone would be protected. So I'm very proud that when it's put in the voters' hands, this happens. And I hope the Republicans keep running on this issue because you'll continue to lose if yeah. you do. Um, I mean, oh, I wait, and oh. sorry, I want to mention one last thing. We are still waiting in Florida for the Florida Supreme Court to give us an answer on the six week, six week abortion ban, which has been every challenge week. is yeah. unconstitutional. We're waiting week by week on that every week. So the second it goes into it, if they say that it's uh, approved and it's not illegal, then it'll go into effect, I think, 30 days later. Yeah. And then women and girls and anyone with a uterus who, here who needs an abortion after six weeks, which. Most women don't know that they're pregnant at six weeks. The closest place we can go is North Carolina. Can so you imagine this? The burden that is being put on women here in Florida is atrocious. And actually, um, Lauren Book tweeted a story yesterday that um, the second minor in Florida has been denied abortion yep. is being forced to carry a baby to term um, because the judge said she didn't prove that she was uh mature enough to make that decision on her own without parent 
approval. So you know, it's wild to me. But she can carry the baby. Yeah, she could carry the baby, and at the same time, the state um, is is currently um, talking about um, the worker rights of the youth, right? And saying that sixteen and seventeen year olds can work, you know, all sorts of crazy hours school nights till who knows when, you know, working in dangerous working conditions. And so somehow they're mature enough to handle all mm. of that, but they don't have the maturity to make these kind of decisions right. or read a book that they want to read or right. anything like that. And so it's just outrageous to me. And the reproduction, um, the the petition collecting and doing that work with um, the collective has been, that yeah. to me is like a winner of all the people getting together Yes, um, to do that. Cause it's a lot of people all across the state going to all different things to get these petitions. Most of the people that I talk to are open to it. There were still some people when I went a couple of weeks ago, you know, um, some men that are just like, eh, you know, it doesn't affect me. And mm. I'm like, wow, you don't know any women in your life, but okay. You don't say nothing. You just go, okay, thank you. And you move on. And um, but for the most part, I think most people are open to this. And then Ohio, you know, mm -hmm. uh, passing that. And then I had a silly winner. I have George Santos <gasps> as, as a silly winner here. Yeah. Because, yes, <laughs> the guy got expelled from Congress. <laughs> but the cameo appearances that this man is putting out. Yeah. Oh, you know, I mean, he, now, now, now Santos is a liar, so we can't believe this. But I think he said he makes like 80 grand a day. On these, I, I on, these cameo, on these cameo, on these cameo videos, uh, 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 I can't Moskowitz imagine. Have, yes. uh, have purchased a couple of those. Uh, you Congressman know. Moskowitz have yes. purchased quite yeah. a few of those. I told Tina I want to yeah. have him do the opening of the podcast. You should. Right? How much would it cost? Imagine? Sarah said she'd contribute. So, like, we should start a GoFundMe. It's three hundred fifty dollars. Okay. Okay. Come in. Oh right? my god! All you have to do is send a script. Hey, you're listening to the Mug Podcast. <laughs> Here's Tina and Hillary. Blah blah blah. I said, who else alive right now is more? Um, in line to like open this podcast with oh George my Santos. God. You know, Wouldn't um, that be the best? So, uh, Judy, uh, 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 Rudy Giuliani um, was just. Oh know, my uh, gosh. I uh, uh, told that he had to pay $148 million. And somebody, somebody on social media calculated he's going to have to do 990000 Vimeo <laughs> 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 to be able to pay for that because he has oh no money right God. now. No way. He, I don't even think he can pay those lawyers. Oh my God. But you know what? If he suffers financially the rest of his life, it's it's not long enough no. for what he did but to they, those but two they women. They oh won't because they always find a con. They yeah. have money hidden some other place. Oh, please. Yeah. They have, they are taken care of. Yeah. Yeah. Hillary. Oh, okay. So my losers are the American people. Ooh. Hi. Because. <laughs> Hello, American people. <laughs> Thank losers. you for listening to losers. our podcast. You're losers. Um, but here's why. Be sure to subscribe. Yeah, but also <laughs> can you join our Patreon? Send us some money. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> um, we don't vote. Mm -hmm. We don't show up. That's and true. we don't a pay attention. We don't pay attention. Yeah. And turning a blind eye from what people in power are doing allows them to do whatever they want. They literally have said that on the floor of the Florida House. Why are you doing this? Some awful bill two sessions ago. And the guy said, because we can. And that's what happens when they feel yeah. like you're not watching. And by the way, that's our job. Our job is to watch, is to pay attention, is to make sure they're not doing the wrong thing. And when you turn a blind eye, you get someone like Mike Johnson, who your Florida, your your U.S. House Republicans thought would be the best person for the job, who believes the Bible 
should be the rule of the land. Yeah. We're not a a theocracy in case you've forgotten. Yeah. He's the weirdest looking man. I think we, I don't know why we haven't discussed this yet. He's in his forties, I believe. And he looks like he's 14. There's something weird there. Oh, that's weird. His son checks his porn to make sure (laughs) he's not doing porn. He's bragging about how long his wife gets on her knees to pray. Okay. And, uh, there's another thing. People are dying in office. I know we couldn't all predict that Diane Feinstein would live to 203, <laughs> but that's not okay. Yeah, what's going on with Mitch McConnell? We need to push. When people call for people to retire, that's not going to happen. We need to do that. Make and it we need known. To, Make well, it known that, this, that we don't want this. And put term okay. limits and put an age cap you got to have an age cap to go in yeah. you should have an age cap to get out the other thing is this here's the here's the thing is that we're about to have an election in november so there's good news to this you don't have to be losers anymore come 2024 <laughs> you can make sure you're registered to vote your friends your family they're voting for progressive candidates who represent our values and what we stand for and we can stop fascism from moving into the white house again like we can change it but you have to participate in it you don't have to be losers. You just have to pay attention. And I know it's like people, it's angry, screaming from both sides, but like it does matter. So we can't bury our heads in the sand. Can't do it. We have to save this country from democracy. That's cr- it's, it's crumbling around right. and they're standing by the fire and they're doing this. They're enjoying it. It's going to be minority rule. Don't let it get too far. It's going to be minority we have to, rule. We have to protect the most vulnerable, vulnerable amongst us transgender folks, transgender children, women, girls, whose healthcare decisions are being taken away from them. Immigrants, low-income workers, teachers, homeowners, and more importantly, me and Tina. (laughs) You have to protect us. We want to talk about rainbows and butterflies. We don't want to talk about this bullshit. Help us. Help us. Help us. Vote for, vote for us. That's it. That's my speech. Wow. Tell us how you feel. You like it? I mean. Tell us how you feel. Thank you. Wow. Well, mine (laughs) is not nearly as passionate. I love the jingle bells in the Um, background. (laughs) (laughs) So um, my loser, it it kind of piggybacks off what you did earlier, but my loser was DeSantis and specifically the boots. Okay. (laughs) Those boots are made for walking. And I feel like the boots are the epitome of that failing campaign. Oh, yes. They symbolize his frail little ego and his desperate attempt to be liked and looked up to. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's just, it's so embarrassing. And the fact that he keeps wearing them. Yeah. Because it's like, okay, (laughs) someone noticed it a while ago. That should be your cue to go, shit, I shouldn't wear these shoes no more. No, they're getting worse. But now he keeps wearing them. And it's, yeah, they keep curling up more. They completely curl up in the front like this. So nobody's telling him. Nobody. He can read a newspaper. He can read a newspaper. We were texting about it, and Tina goes, I cannot believe no one said anything. I said, they don't care about him. They push him on stage and to like, just go do this. He has to have seen him. They know his wife has read an article Of course, they know. Even your team and your wife hate you so much that they don't tell you that you look like an ass. Oh, my God. Um. It is crazy. He wants to be the president of the United States, okay, and his he's, so he's lying about his shoe size. So pause for one second. So here's oh. the thing with Ron DeSantis, and we know how Ron DeSantis is, right? Mm. Like, he is such a pitiful man. A little mm. fragile. He's uh, fragile. He's very fragile. And um, if you're listening, Ron, don't break so easy. <laughs> so <laughs> So here, here is what I am afraid of is that, by the time his campaign is over, session is not going to be over. Yep. And he has the power to call a special session. Yeah. And I am just wondering what is 
screwing in his tiny little brain yeah. uh, with his really awkward smiles. Oh, um, God. Just to, uh, how, do, how he can damage Florida for the remainder of his uh, term. Yeah. That is, that is a scary thought. Yeah. What are your thoughts and on that? Well, oh. I mean, this is a guy who is not supported by Republicans in his own state. Yeah, that's you know another I mean? thing's going to come back now. The party that, here doesn't that, support him. And and I feel like uh, uh, when he comes home to roost, what's going to happen? Like, I think he's going to... I feel like he's someone that does retaliate. We've, we've talked about uh, Reedy Creek and the stuff with Disney. Like, yeah. he's someone that, yeah. that he's not going to just sit back. Yeah, but... Uh, but, and but, with but, his tail between his legs, that's you know fine, what I mean? But there's more and more Republicans who have come out publicly who said they, they're not going to do this all over again with him. Oh, he's they already, say that now. He looks they fine. say that now. And we'll see what happens, but he looks weak. And they're tired of eating shit for him. They, gotta, they do all these things for him, and then they go back to their districts, and you think people are happy there? You think they're okay with how the party looks and how he looks like a fucking clown with fighting with Disney? It, they're not going to do it anymore, so... I guess we'll find out because they're already doing shitty things right now in the session, yeah. leading into session. But we'll see if they do it. We'll see. I, I don't know. Because the whole the whole point of like all these bills, we can all look at DeSantis and blame him, but the, he didn't write them. He right. didn't fight for them in committee. He didn't vote for them. He just signed them. That's true. So he can't do, none of these things would exist without that Republican legislature. And they have a lot more power than he does. Yeah. You know? So... I guess it's a, we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm worried. I was thinking about next year. So the first three months, we're thinking we're talking about the Florida legislature. Then we're talking about the March primary. Yeah. Then we're going to be talking about the August primary. Yeah. And then by then, we're going to oh. know who the nominees are. And then we got three months in November. And I'm like, please, I God, let so everybody get through this. nervous about November. I have never, I, I was nervous in 2016. I was nervous in, in 2020. But this one feels scary to me. It feels... Well, like if Trump wins this presidency and we've talked about it on this podcast before, he already had, he went through a trial run. Now he knows better. Mm. And I'm afraid of what he's going to do and how he's going to retaliate. And I just, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I think um, if, if when Trump wins the primary for the Republicans, no, no, he's definitely, he's, he's definitely winning. And I know there's a few folks out there that say, oh, we should vote for Nikki Haley. I said, they're all monsters. They're not yeah. going to protect your rights. No. It doesn't matter. Uh, Once they get in office, all they're going to do is just... Uh, they'll do was everyone's saying, bidding. The, the Supreme Court, the su they're going to put really young Supreme Court uh, justices there. And they're going to pack the courts again with uh, very conservative uh, judges. And uh, none of them are better than the other. So, But I don't think Trump wins. My concern mm. is that... Um, 61% of Democrats vote by mail. Mm. And here in Florida, the Republicans changed the rules of the game. Yeah. So now, because of uh, voter uh, uh, disenfranchising, they um, you have to register to vote every two years, every election cycle, which is uh, not registered to vote, I'm sorry, registered to vote by right, mail. Right. So if you want to receive a ballot, um, you have to uh, order it every two years. And a lot of folks don't know that. Right, yeah. And then a they're thrown of off the, the rolls. That. So that's what I'm scared yeah. of, is the, the fact that people are not informing themselves. They're not educating themselves, uh, uh, and they're just going around life like nothing matters in the meantime. Roof, uh, Florida is a mess. The real estate market is a mess. Uh, 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 homeowners insurance is so expensive right now. 
um, people can't afford to live here. So yeah, there's we'll record numbers of people leaving Florida. It does have to and do with it's politics, all the good but it, people. it is because it's unaffordable now. It is yeah. very it's unaffordable. It's more and more unaffordable. In Broward County, to live a normal, medium, uh, uh, you know, average income uh, family needs to make one hundred twenty-one thousand dollars a year. Yeah, uh, uh, that's that's a lot of money for some people. Of course, yes, it is. Yeah, that's a yeah, lot of money. A lot of money, yeah. and if. And if you're renting or if you have a mortgage and all of a sudden you're paying three to $400 more a month, like where's that money supposed to come from? And those are the conversations that should be ha- being had, not whether 16, 17 year olds should work longer hours. Like these are conversations that are table, but, but, issue, but that dinner table working, issues that people are affecting people every single day. But why, why do they need the 16 and yeah, 17 year olds? Right. Why do you right? think they need him? Because of the whole attack on the immigrants, mm-hmm. right? Like, it's ridiculous. Right. It's ridiculous. And do you think any of those people making the laws that their kids no. are going to be working these no. jobs? No. And then how is that going to impact, you know, grades and school? And no, They're not and going to school. That's it. That's it. You know, it's a they, mess. The family needs m- them to work to make yeah. money, to pay bills. And if the person's like, you have to do it, and there's no recourse... So let's leave this on a positive note. Okay. Mm. <laughs> I did want to say a couple of things that I was grateful for with the podcast this year is that we got to go on that trip to New York. All oh three of us went to God. New York together. Oh, that was the so New much York fun. trip was the best thing. Yeah. My the best, best thing. I was just sitting in that little bar oh. in, in, in Chelsea or How or much the village, fun would that be to do every single day? And it was just so, so much fun. We just catching up and connecting and drinking whatever everybody and just was having drinking. Fun it was so much and fun. And walking around and it yeah. was rainy and best. like overcast, and I loved it. Let's I loved it every again. minute. Yeah. Oh, we need to do another group trip. Oh, God, it that was, was fun. so fun. It was the best. It was the best, 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 best. Yes. So thank you for being here with us, oh, Alfredo. Thank it is you. My p- thank you for having me one of more year. Of course. The best executive producer ever. ever. The, the highest paid with yeah. the least <laughs> amount of with the least amount of work. Oh my god. Get out they ask the, you for an get, hour of work a year. Get out get, get out there, executive producers, and make oh. a life of yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> you well, all need to find yourself a Tina and a Hillary. Yay! Oh. Well, happy new year, you guys. Happy, happy new, new year. year. I hope uh, you guys get everything you want in 2024. Yes. And uh, thank you for your your listening and subscribing and all of our patreons we are so grateful thankful yes, for yes, you every yes, day yes and happy new year happy new year happy see new you year. in season five of the muck podcast coming yes. january 2024 let's Ooh, go it's just around the corner yeah yep. happy new year happy new year happy bye. new year bye If you want to see any photos or take a deeper dive into our stories, please go to our website, www.themuckpodcast.com. And be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Muck Podcast and on our Twitter at Muck Podcast. To support The Muck Podcast, please visit our Patreon page. We have three levels of support with exclusive content, Muckraker, Policy Wonk, or Bleeding Heart. We can't do this without you.